0: This episode of the Man Cave podcast is brought to you by Twisted Tea. The Man Cave, a sanctuary, a sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage this is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. What's up, everybody? Dan Casper here, and appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Hopefully life is going well for everybody out there. And I'm excited about this episode. We're going to be covering a couple of different topics. We're going to talk some hoops with the NBA finals still going on. Uh the home run derby completed at the time of this uh the time of this recording of the podcast, but I've got my dream home run derby picks. So I know, you know, in the last week or so, people have been kind of coming up with their own like dream scenario, home run derby of all time. Like we're going back in the day and that's what I've got. And I kind of went a little bit of a different route, but I'm going to explain that to you. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Olympics because I got to be honest with you guys. I got to get something off my chest. All right. I'm not an Olympics guy, whether it's the summer, whether it's the, the the winter, I'm not that big of an Olympics guy. I don't have a problem with the games. I just, I can't get excited that much to, to watch it unless there's a story like developing within the Olympics themselves. I can't get into it, but kind of had a little fun with this. Threw it out on the socials uh, about like some random, you know, maybe sports or activities that if they were added to the Olympics, would you watch them? And I've, I've got mine and and a lot of you who had tweeted back at me or on Facebook, you came up with some good ones too. Maybe we might have to come up with our own, uh, own type of Olympics, obscure Olympics or or something like that. But, uh, let's, let's get this podcast going, starting a little hoops. And at the time of this recording, again, bucks are down two to one, two to one in the NBA finals. But the Greek freak, Giannis, after suffering a hyperextended knee that looked, uh, I, we've all seen the video, right? That injury looked like it was going to be a season-ender and and potentially missing a big chunk of the upcoming season or next season. I mean, that, that knee went backwards. And a week later, he's already playing. And he's playing well. You know, his first game back, 20.17 rebounds but in the last couple of games the dude's been putting up over 40 points, getting double digit rebounds. And now I've I've seen some of this talk about what type of player is Giannis. And some people throwing out, you know, the comparisons that that he's Shaq and as soon as, you know, he starts to to kind of embrace that he's a post player, he's like a Shaq player that can dominate in the paint. That's where that's where the comparisons are coming out. They're not saying he's like Shaq because he's 7 foot Obviously, he's not built like Shaq. He, and, you know, Shaq was more of a post guy and struggled with free throws too. But the the comparisons of Shaq of, of Shaq are coming out because of how much Giannis dominates down low, down in the paint, like Shaq can. Giannis can dribble and and penis, penetrate uh better than Shaq. I mean, Shaq could just plow through people. Giannis actually has the Euro step going and, and can get to the hole pretty uh in, in, in a different ways than what shaq could but i understand the comparisons of shaq coming out but what a lot of people are saying you know as soon as giannis realizes or or embraces the fact that he's more like a Shaq instead of a Kevin Durant or 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 a jump shooter from the outside the better he's gonna be which I understand that I don't know if I 100 percent agree with the, the whole narrative I think eventually Giannis will accept, and I don't know, and I don't necessarily like saying accept, because that almost means like, you know, you're 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 accepting your your role and and maybe not looking to to get better at your game, to get better at your craft, to develop, to become more well rounded, if you will. So I think Sha, or I think Giannis will start to you know in the future years come and seasons to come to to kind of know okay I'm really good at this I'm really good at driving to the basket I'm really good with my post game down low that's my bread and butter but I still think Giannis has the ability to develop a mid-range type of game 10 12 foot jump shots you know maybe become more of like a a combination of a Shaq and Keem Olajuwon. You know, the dream Olajuwon had a sick turnaround jumper, for anybody that remembers that. I mean, when I was a kid, and you're emulating you, you guys on the basketball court, the players that you watch, Olajuwon, like I like I emulated Shaq, you know, the back down, then the little hop, and the little jump hook, right? But if you wanted to emulate like Olajuwon, it was back and down, Turnaround jumper, kind of like a bigger version of, of Jordan, right? Jordan had that play knocked down, but one was like the wing and, and the jump shot. I think Giannis can be a combination of those two. And I think Giannis, you know, to, to pigeonhole him as like a Shaq, it's not, I'm not trying to knock Shaq, but, and I'm not trying to knock Giannis, but why pigeonhole him that? I think he's Giannis. You know, I, I I I understand comparing players to to other players to kind of give a better visual. You know, when we compare players to other players, we see this a lot during like the draft process. It gives people the visual of like, okay, this player is this type, could be this type of player. This is this is where we can kind of see his game transition to or or become. But I think when it's all said and done, Giannis is going to be Giannis. He's not going to be a Shaq. He's not going to be an Olajuwon. He's going to be a Giannis. He's going to be his own. But I think he could develop into kind of a combination of a Shaq and Olajuwon, taking parts of those two guys' games. Giannis can dominate down low like a Shaq. But if he can get that that mid-range game going, just the 10, 12-footers going there a little bit. That, that Olajuwon type, heck, even like a David Robinson or or, or something. And, and we're coming up with centers here. Here's a better one. Maybe Carl Malone, like a Carl Malone 10- to 12-foot game. That's what's going to make him even more dominant, which is flipping scary, right? It's crazy scary. So I don't necessarily – I understand the talk about – Giannis embracing that he's more Shaq and and when he realizes he's more Shaq and not a Kevin Durant and a Kobe, I understand what, what people are saying. I don't necessarily 100% agree with it because Giannis is a workaholic. He's constantly working to improve his game, right? So and I think we all want Giannis to continue to work at his game. Dude's still in his 20s. He's been around a while but the guy still has room for improvement. You watch some YouTube clips of his early jump shots in his form. Yeah, the percentages aren't that great, but he looks more confident with those jump shots in his early days. Something changed, whether it was a different philosophy from a coach or, or whatever have you, but he looked more confident. It looked more smooth. And I'd like to see him get back to something like that. I'd like to see Giannis, you know, and maybe the KD stuff, and you know, I've seen Kobe too is coming up because Giannis will, will shoot up a three once in a while. That, I think, needs to, to simmer down, and he simmered it down quite a bit. But I think that's where some of the comparisons are coming out. But if he can focus on the 10 to 15-foot game, the 10, 12, 15-foot range, then we've got a dynamic player. Not a great player, not a good player, not an awesome player, a dynamic player. A guy who can, you know, go from the top of the key, from the top of the three-point line, Euro step and drive his way to the hoop, and you can't stop him because he's so big and so long. But then, you know, I'm already envisioning if he gets that going and you can stop on a dime and pull up for a 10-footer, because... Guys are going to be so moving their feet so much that if Giannis could stop on a dime, he's going to have an open 10-footer or, heck, even get a little jump hook going. He's got the length to do it. He's got the post post moves to do it. So I understand the comparisons. I get it. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think when it's all said and done, when his career is, when it's all said and done, Giannis is just going to be a Giannis. He's not going to be a Shaq. He's not going to be a Malone. He's not going to be a Barkley. He's not going to be an Olajuwon. He's not going to be a Dirk. He's going to be a Giannis. And there will be more players that will kind of develop like a like a Giannis. Eventually, maybe 20 years down the line, you know, I get comparisons. It gives people a visual, visualization of what those players could be, what their games could be. But in 20 years, we're, we're going to have comparisons to Giannis. Remember, Jason Kidd tried making him a point forward. He's got ball handling skills. And that's why you, he doesn't really have a position. I, I guess he's more power forward right now, like in, in an old school sense. But I, the, the scary part is with the two-time MVP, that he I think if he focuses on that 10 to 15 range, man, his game is going to just explode even more, which is like, holy crap, good luck stopping this guy. Because what do you put on him? A power four? Well, power fours today are like, what, 6'6"? Six, six? Some are 6'10"? Maybe even like a... Here's another comparison. Maybe like a Tim Duncan. But a more athletic version of Mr. Fundamental Tim Duncan. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. Imagine Tim Duncan with the driving skills and a Eurostep. Like a Giannis. That might be more of the comparison. Molding Tim Duncan and Shaq and like a Carl Malone together. And then, boom, you know, you got that clay clay figure. You're molding it. Put them in the, in the heating thing, whatever they call them. Kiln, Kin, whatever. Kiln, Mississippi, right? Uh, far of reference. But that's what, you know, you mold together Shaq, Duncan, and Malone. And then out pops the Greek freak. Seven-foot built... God that can drive the lane have little jump hooks but shoot the 10 to 12 foot range 10 to 15 foot range and hopefully better at free throws too obviously that's something that he's got to work on but that's that's I I want to talk about that a little bit because I think you know Giannis ain't gonna be the next Shaq ain't gonna be the next whatever he's gonna be the one and only Greek freak the one and only Giannis What's your beverage of choice to quench your thirst or to help cool down on a hot summer day? I'll tell you what mine is. It's Twisted Tea. See, I'm a big iced tea guy, and Twisted Tea tastes just like what iced tea should taste like on a hot summer day. And they have multiple flavors to choose from with original, half and half, blueberry, raspberry, peach, and more. So do yourself a favor and grab yourself a Twisted Tea. Go on your backyard deck Listen to this podcast and start enjoying life. So, the home run derby is over with Pete Alonzo defending his title. It was a good end home run derby. I, I feel like, of all the all star festivities baseball, basketball, football you know, the pre all star festivities I still feel like the home run derby is number one. Used to be a big slam dunk competition guy. I think that's just run its course they ain't going to get rid of it they're trying to come up ways or with ways to to make it more appealing i just think every dunk has practically been done unless somebody you know does like a Simone Biles type of version of a dunk i mean that 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 would be sick she probably could do it though too that's that's the thing there you go there's something right there holy moly um but uh three point competition still there too you know, I, I understand that, but I think with, with the NBA, you know, back in the day, I used to love the three-point competition, but now in the NBA, it's like everybody shoots threes. You, you see, I mean, move the three-point line back, and then maybe you got something. Maybe maybe play a little pig or a horse or something like that, but Home Run Derby, I think right now is still like the main pre-All-Star festivity among, amongst all of the, the leagues out there, right? So... Uh, I came up with my own home run, dream home run derby going throughout history of baseball, okay? And I'll tell you right now, I don't have Barry Bonds. I just, I can't get, I I, I know he's the all-time home run leader and all that and in and, and 73 and whatever. I just, I'm sorry, I can't get the steroid used out of my head. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? I'd, I'd say yes. But in my home run derby, in, in Dan Casper's Man Cave home run derby, he ain't in my home run derby. Mark McGuire's not in my home run derby. Alex Rodriguez is not in my home run derby. Those guys, Sammy Sosa, not in my home run derby. This is mine. So my eights. And I ain't seeding this either. I don't like the seeds in the home run derby. Just go out there and... And hit some long balls. All right. So this is what I got. Babe Ruth, weird, done. Babe Ruth's in it. Hank Aaron's in it. Hammer and Hank. Ken Griffey Jr., when I think of home run derbies when I was a kid, I think of the backwards wearing cap, Ken Griffey Jr. in that sweet swing. I've got Willie Mays in this one. I went with Ted Williams and and one of the best hitters, if not the best hitter in the game. Right. But when you factor in, he missed three years due to the war, like prime of his career, early part of his career. And if you look at the numbers and you kind of look at the the home runs he was hitting beforehand and then when he came back, you know, let's say he averaged 30, 35 in those three seasons per season that he missed, he'd have over 600 home runs in his career. So I'm putting Ted Williams in my home run derby as well. I'm also putting Lou Gehrig into this. I think he is, when you look at some of the numbers and the batting average he had, and he racked up a lot of doubles in that, but also home run ball. I want to see Lou Gehrig, one of the best hitters of all time in my home run derby. I also went with Harmon Killebrew. Twins over there, known for the long ball. And then... I do have one current player because I think he's on track to to get over six hundred home runs if he could stay healthy and he could still keep performing at a, a high level, and that's Mike Trout. I've got Mike Trout in it. I could go a little bit more old school, but I felt like in my list I was going really old school with Babe Ruth and and Lou Gehrig, and then Ted Williams on there. Then you had Mike, uh, uh, or excuse me, uh, Harmon Killebrew and Willie Mays. You got Hank Aaron, Griffey. I had to. I got. I had to put one current guy in, and why not go with with Mike Trout? I'm what I think Otani is doing, Otani is doing is, is tremendous. It's a great for the game of baseball. The numbers that he's putting up, I get the Babe Ruth comparisons. I just want to see it more. I want to see it for a longer, extended time. But he definitely has the chance to to make my all time home run derby. There's no question about it. But when I look at this, when I look at a a home run derby, I want guys that I know can obviously hit home runs and hit dingers. But I like my group of guys. I think it's a nice mixture. Guys that you know that are going to perform. Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. I mean, can you just imagine these eight guys? Can you imagine these eight dudes walking in to a home run derby? Ruth, Aaron, Griffey, Williams. Mays, Gehrig, Kilabrew, and Trout. Pay per view that thing. I'm watching it. I'm buying myself a ticket. I'm sitting in the front row. I'm sitting in front of the TV. And goodness gracious, here's the thing: who would I pick to win? So if this was the thing, who would I pick to win? Let's say they're at Coorsfe- Coor- uh, Coors Field, where the ball just goes out. Let's just you know, let's just put them all in Coors Field. We know that thing's going to fly out there. We're gonna set some records in the home run derby. We're gonna see some straight. We're gonna see some crazy numbers. But you know who I'm gonna pick? I'm picking Junior. Uh, I'm gonna pick Junior. I think my wild card pick would be Ted Williams. But I'm gonna pick Griffey Junior. It's hard not to pick the swing. It's hard not to pick that kid. Man, but I, my my uh. My wild card might be a little at uh, Ted Williams right there. So that's my eight. Hey, I'd be curious to know, to know what, uh, what your dream home run, what your dream home run derby would be. Find me on Twitter, D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, or Facebook, same name, Dan Casper there, and let me know. I'm going to take a quick break, and then uh, coming up after this quick message, I want to talk a little bit about the Olympics. I'm not the biggest not the biggest fan of the Olympics. I'll explain. Coming up next. Hey everyone, Dan here again. Hey, I appreciate all of you listening to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, and I hope you're enjoying it. But I wanted to remind you about my radio show as well, The Dan Casper Show, airs weekday mornings from 6A to 9A Central Standard Time. You can catch the show on W.A.Y.Y. Sports Talk 105.1 and 790 A.M., sportstalk 105onecom where you can stream it online, the Sports Talk 105.1 app, or on your Google and Alexa home devices. So we got the Summer Olympics coming up in in Tokyo here. We all know, you know, that's no crowds and it was delayed from, from last year and that and and I got to be honest with you, with all the excitement surrounding the, the Olympics, I tell you all, I, I was never, and I'm still not the biggest Olympic person. I have no problem with the games. I think they should have the Olympics every 40 years, winter, summer. I think those athletes are some of the best athletes, if not the best athletes in the world. Simone so Biles, I think, is the best athlete right now. Men, women, what she does on the gymnastics floor, you want to talk about athletic? I dare you to even attempt to do a tenth of what she does, or I mean the the the, the spins and the jumps that she could do in midair and then almost land perfectly. It's ridiculous. Simone is the best athlete in the world. Uh that that to me, she is the best right now. So I've got I I, I want more sports in the Olympics. I think they should keep going. I just can't watch. It nonstop like some people can, and I am a huge. Obviously, I'm a I'm a huge captain. Obvious statement of the day. I'm a freaking huge sports fan, right? But for some reason, when the Olympics, I can't watch it nonstop like a lot of people can. And at the beginning, I mentioned you know if there's a story developing, then I might tune in like a certain sport, certain athlete. I'm probably actually going to be paying attention to gymnastics a little bit because, again, Simone. I mean, what she is doing is just a freak in a good way, freak of nature in a good way. I mean, the, that's the the moves that she's able to do, and I don't know if I'm even using the proper terminology when it comes to gymnastics, but the jumps that she's able able to do, and I mean, it's 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 amazing. So I want to make sure I watch some of that so that I can say, you know, years down the line that I watched her perform. I watched her compete. And she is one of the best, if not the best ever to do it. Cause I think she will go down as that. So years from now, I want to be able to say that. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that. So I I'll be tuning in and, and paying attention to, to gymnastics, but you know, there's a lot of other stuff on there that, you know, for, for, I know a lot of talks about the men's uh, hoops basketball team right now. And, you know, with, with all the, uh, with all the, uh, or I guess the losses, if you will, in the exhibition games, everybody's kind of freaking out about them and, and such. But, you know, maybe I'll watch a game here or there, but I just, I, can't, and, and I don't know if there's something wrong with me. And I guess that's why I'm I'm talking to you guys about it because I, I'm curious to know if, if there's anybody else out there that like watches the, the Olympics nonstop. I know there is, but I, I guess I'm curious about like some of the listeners out there or if there's something wrong with me because, you know, like I am just this diehard sports dude. I love sports nonstop, but I just can't get into the Olympics. So I don't know if there's something wrong with me. But then, you know, it was kind of developing, I was talking, I, I threw it out on Twitter the other day about, you know, if there was a, if there was like a random sport or maybe a non-popular sport or activity that was on that's, that's not, not already in Olympics, would you watch it? And I got to tell you one that I think I, I would watch and I'm, I'm not trying to be funny about this, but mini golf. I know like back in the day, the mothership ESPN used to have like, like mini golf on, and then these people would like, you know, nail down these one putts on some ridiculous courses. I mean, you know, they've got the sharpshooting thing going. They've got the bat batminton in the Olympics. Can not we develop like this huge uh, or this like really difficult mini golf course? You know, stuff like that. Some of you were tweeting at me lumberjack games like they do up in uh, Hayward here, Wisconsin, up north from us. Spike ball was one. Bowling was another. But mini golf, come on, you know, yeah, guys like trying to read the greens on a on a mini golf course and figuring out geometry and angles and and bank shots and all that. Give me some of mini golf. Give me a mini golf in the Olympics. I want to see that. I do wonder: Are we going to get at a point when it comes to the Olympics? And I know every few years we talk about adding sports, and and some sports get dropped in that. Do you think there's going to be a time where the Olympics are going to have esports in them? You know, esports are such a huge thing right now. You've got leagues, you've got pro teams with their e league teams. You know, video games. Do you think there's going to be a time that the Olympics will have esports in it? That sometime down the road, whether it's in the next decade or years, 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 years down the road, that an event in the Olympics will be playing a video game, esports. And and, and the question to that would be like, well, what game? You know what I mean? Would it be basketball? Would it be football? Would it be baseball? Would it be... You know, like those Halo type games, those, what are, what are, I'm not a big gamer, World of Warcraft or anything like that. Or would they develop something specifically for the Olympics? So, I don't know. I'm just, I can see it. I'll tell you. I, I think, I can see it in the next, and it might, ru- I don't know if it'll be anytime soon, but I think, you know, once this younger generation gets a little bit older and this is the generation that's growing up with e-sports and e-games, I wouldn't be surprised to see e-sports a part of, part of the Olympics. I honestly wouldn't. It might sound ridiculous right now, but think about it. Think about it. The younger generation now, they are going to be the ones that are in charge of like the Olympics and, and running all this. They're growing up in an esports world. It's going up. The arrow's trending upward. I would not be surprised to see that in the Olympics. That's my bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Reminder, reminder, two episodes a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. New episodes of the Man Cave Podcast. Drop down drop down all right we'll talk to with you guys again soon thank you for listening to the latest episode of the man cave podcast don't forget to subscribe to the podcast now if you want the music edition you have to be subscribing on spotify if you don't care about the music well you can find us on itunes google stitcher even spotify as well And don't forget to rate the podcast, too. That way other fans or other listeners can find this podcast. Just make it a good rating. I'm Dan Casper, and that's been another episode of the Man Cave Podcast.